Hey everybody, welcome to episode 115 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back. I'm Ben, and once again, I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. BT, how's it going? Hey, it's going really good, thanks. Good, good, good. And we are also joined by TO extraordinaire Ian Triple Pal Triplo Trips. How are you today? All good, thanks, gents. Oh, no, you've gone quiet again. Oh, no. <laughs> there Ian's we go. Ian's audio has been popping in and out of booming and not booming. Um but, hey, wouldn't be a podcast without some kind of tech issue. Uh, anyway, Ben, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to have a little rundown of Warhammer Fest. What, um, you know, as little there was for Blood Bowl, but <laughs> lots of other things. Blood Bowl releases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then we're also going to be doing a Dream Team draft, which I'm really excited for. Um, Ben's idea that I think he came up with this morning. And uh, <laughs> yeah. going to go with it. Well, it, it's like... NFL draft season and one of the things that you know we all love about Blood Bowl League is you build your franchise you build your stuff and I was like oh how could a Blood Bowl draft work and I know we've talked about it before and I thought ah let's just go for it so we're going to run out a 12 person 12 player Blood Bowl draft uh the idea being it'll kind of be fun for one but it gives us a chance to talk about what the best positionals are out there and and why you'd want to pick something so I think it's pretty much a just a good a good fun experience but um, I know we've all talked in the in the chat earlier today that maybe we'll uh, when Milton's back from his travels, uh, run out a uh, a sevens draft and actually play the games out, which would be, yeah, right. That would be super cool. So I think oh, we might yeah. have to might might have to hit that up later in the year. But yes, um, let's jump straight in to all the exciting news from Warhammer Fest. Uh, right, I did actually forget that there, there's actually Blood Bowl news, so we've got a few uh, a few bits to talk about, which is pretty cool. But first of all, a massive thank you to everyone out there who supports the channel in whichever way, whether you shop with us, whether you support us on Patreon or YouTube membership. Uh, and uh, just want to give a massive shout out to our new Patreons this month. Uh, Rahira, David Warburton Burley, Jez Potter, Brendan McKenna, Castle Bruiser, Matt Kerr, uh, Luke Tognolini, Lexi Benson, Andrew Irvine, Ben Haywood, uh, and a bunch of other awesome people. In fact, I got two uh, hang out with some of our patrons last weekend when we recorded um almost basically the first half of the uh the the the, the dungeon bowl championship which is pretty cool but talk nice. a, yeah it was very cool it was very cool so we'll talk a bit more about that in hobby but for now um it's the beginning of the month which means it's patreon releases time and the first one up on the list to talk about this month is the punga um punga halflings part two dropped yesterday and i i really do love this team i loved it enough that i actually painted it um and the part two has not disappointed so part two you got two more hefties which is weird because we had two hefties already uh two catchers which are quite entertaining and uh, a few more linemen and a really weird bloaty tree that really just looks kind of like a fig uh the <laughs> the spider tree <laughs> is quite cool um i mean what did you guys think of the the first batch 
Uh, I love the first batch. I, I, I've always said, like, I think I've always said, <laughs> not like it's been out for a while. But, um, I said when it came out um, that it's definitely my favorite halfling team. I'm usually not a huge fan of halfling teams. Um, yeah. I think they can be a little bit janky sometimes. But um, yeah, this one is awesome. I, I do say I'm not a huge fan of the tree on this part too. I yeah, prefer the part the, one tree. The, but... fig, the fig tree is not great, but that's the great thing about 3D printed, right? You can just mirror the tree. Yeah, exactly. And you've got yeah. two. And you know what Punga are like. They're going to do a month three, and month three is going to have star players, yeah. which means you're going to have a deep root chaos tree, sure. I would assume. Uh, but um, no, we did a test print of these yesterday and did a batch print of them today, so they'll be up on the store before this episode goes out because they are so good. And I think I'll um, I'll do the, the happy slapping pass method uh, and get the whole team painted, which would, be, which would be fun to accidentally paint a whole team as a go. So yeah. Uh, big fan of the Punga one. I look forward to whatever they come out with next month because I was not expecting Chaos Halflings. I was expecting by Pirates, so that's all right. Uh, <laughs> talking of unexpected, um, Ugni. Uh, Ugni released the Amazon team last month, which was awesome. And then, again, kind of like expecting them to do uh, star players and specialists, they've actually just dropped this really nargle really gnarly nurgle team and i was not expecting a whole team from them i i i i've got to be honest with you i've only kind of looked at this today but it's like a it's a, what they've put swamp style nurgle team but it's kind of like moss zombies i assume that's the last of us kind of vibe at the moment i i believe that like, yeah yeah that 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 mushroom zombies are really all the rage right now I mean, the level of detail on those is awesome. Frightening from a painting point of view, but <laughs> awesome to look at. That's ugly, isn't it? It's just like these are amazing. Um, painting them looks stressful. But I think I think with models like this, you can really get away with, um, you know... Quick passing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Using, you know, quick methods and dirty things. And yeah, these are yeah. awesome. I love these so much. What a Nurgle team. It is one of the best ones I think we've seen in a while. I do like the circus one from Punga. Uh, but like yeah. the the bloaters, the gluttons, two of four. I just they're they're quite harrowing. The whole team is really harrowing. I think it's a really unique is, take. Yeah, I think this is perfect for uh, College of Life stuff. I I'm literally about to yeah. say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to fit Nurgle into the same sort of like cohesive team vibe because I considered it when we did the Dungeon Bowl ones. Yeah, um, redoing it, adding Nurgle, in, but it just feels a little bit you know odd to. But like this is perfect. This this encapsulates the sort of fungal you know side of it um yeah oh my god this team is horrific is, yeah the beast is quite scary uh, yeah. even even the uh the pestigors the pox chargers which by the way is a very games workshop name <laughs> like <I'm>, yeah <laughs> uh, i love that the pox chargers are fantastic they're really creepy looking and this big postulator leech thing this looks properly like uh like dark souls or like yeah <laughs> it's like an Elden I, Ring I, boss. I, I was thinking <laughs> resident evil villain like yeah, this yeah. is oh that's true yeah yeah, uh, no. Yeah, so that it looks like four hundred points of Age of Sigma you know, on one on one base, <laughs> or forty uh, k tenth edition. Um, no, so Agni. I mean, that's an awesome team. Again, we'll have that up on the shop by the time this episode comes out. Got to do test prints of those when the STLs drop. Uh, this is a very cool team. Like that's very cool. And Torchlight have also done a great team this week, this month, this week, this month. So Torchlight have dropped a full-on chaos team. Now, this is a massive release. There's 27 models in it because they've got uh, wow. two lots of four chaos warriors, 
uh, some, uh, and three big guys. So the the big guys are very much similar to their other teams. They've got a, a, they've got a a chaos ogre that looks a lot like their ogre release, but with like creepy bucket head. They've got the troll, which looks like a slightly more chaosified version of their goblin and orc team, and they've got the minotaur, which looks uh, like their chaos dwarf team. But the chaos warriors are awesome. Um, yeah, they're really cool. I'm I'm a bit gutted Milton's not here because he's been talking and looking for like a decent 3D printed uh, chaos team, and I know that they um, the uh, the corn gores from the corn team were not the best. The beastmen here are similar but a lot better. Um, mm -hmm. like they're they're a little bit less cartoony, but I think they could um, proxy into the games workshop corn gores, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, these ones, yeah, and they've got a whole bunch of mutated versions yeah nice which is really cool too the only flag on this one is they've got this weird little leaning pose which uh i don't think That's is probably... too much yeah <laughs> that they skipped that mini that one yeah that's a run like that that's an injury that's that's yeah. that's just an injury. Yeah, um, that looks like me trying to use dodge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love the mutated uh, gauze as well. I think it's just such a good touch. Um, but oh, so they've dropped that as well. That's available on their Patreon, which is very cool. And then what else we got? The guys that you found last month, Ben, that dropped the awesome uh, Tomb King team. Mm. Realm of Paths have done a star players and support one. So they've got some uh, cheerleaders. They've got some cool star players. Now they've got a uh, a Frank, which is very cartoony. Um, I like yeah. it, but it is very cartoony. I think the Brute Fun one is a, is a preferred one, but I do like the way Definitely. they've done the lightning here. However, this might be the most awesome Bryce oh. model ever. This, yeah, this is great. This looks like something from a 90s movie. This like, is uh, Army of Darkness, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Army of <laughs> Darkness, Masters of the Universe. This just yeah. absolutely yeah. so... It's um, Nick Cage from uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, Yeah, we want Nick Cage to have a chainsaw and be on a blood bowl pitch, and they've absolutely nailed it. Um, so I really like that. They've got some other cool stuff there. The werewolf's all right, but the chainsaw guy's brilliant. And they've gone and I think they did a couple of extra tomb guardians. So you can kind of just add a bit more variety. I think it's a really good way to kind of fill out a release. Um, it's it's just it's just quite. I mean, the, the apothecary there with scissors and mummy wrap, which is yeah. which is quite cool. Like they've done a great job. Realm of Paths is just brilliant at the moment. Um, so loads of cool stuff for Blood Bowl. Even if there has been no articles about Blood Bowl apart from the one about the uh, like the Staff League, which it was cool to see, but I didn't really have much in the way of content. Mm -hmm. um, filler article kind of yeah which yeah. Is, is still cool it's just interesting the Warhammer community website is turning into what White Dwarf used to be um, yeah that is true yeah which yeah. I like because I've got to admit I check the Warhammer community website like throughout the day just because I'm like oh an article dropped what's that about give that a read check it out find out some more stuff about 40k or kill team again um, but hey, I actually really I know we're going to touch on this, but they're doing the faction focus stuff for 40k right now, and that is always like generally good stuff. Like that gets me really hyped. I know I'm not buying into it. I know, but like it's, I read the oh, Tyranid one this afternoon, man. The Tyranid oh, really one fun. was cool. I, I yeah, I like the new Tyranids. I don't like the price of the box. <laughs> no, well, alleged price, but it's you know it's going to be that, isn't it? So. Yeah. On the plus side, it might be 160 from uh, third parties or something. Uh, still, I'm not going to get it. 
not going to get the starter box. No, I'll get the book on eBay. I've got my orbs. I don't need anything else. I'm That's finally true. put my foot down. I can see people definitely picking up the Tyranids because they are awesome. They're sick. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I think there'll be a lot of book splitting people going, I want the Tyr Tyranids. Can Who I sell the Space Marines? Yeah. 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 All right. Let's do it, guys. Let's talk Warhammer Fest. Now, as Ben um, hinted at, there was absolutely nothing there for Blood Bowl, which is fine uh we've got to expect some kind of release at some point because it's been a little while um but hey who knows i'm sure we'll get something at some point i don't know what's the next event is there another event i mean there's the tournament in july but that's not really an event um that would be cool as we're going to be there yeah but i, I doubt they'll do it there it's just there's not a press thing is it um no no uh, it's run by the events team, not the... Yeah, I'm not sure. I still think, like, maybe dropping something, like, talking about the World Cup. I think they might, but I don't know. That would be interesting. Um, what, um, but World Cup is September. Um, yeah, it's quite a way away, isn't it? But they did the spoiler for the Amazons in July, didn't they? Because I was in Italy. Yeah. Was that yeah. part of a... Maybe it was just Maybe it was just Warhammer previews. Maybe they'll just do some previews at some point for the next releases for Blood Bowl and just be like, hey, this is what's coming. Or, Probably. or they'll Lizardman team it and just drop it on a Sunday night, which I live in constant 6pm anxiety of. Uh, and, and Tiff and I are always driving to the post box. Like we have we have dinner on a Sunday and then I, we, take, we take a little family trip up to the post box to drop off all the parcels like from the store. <laughs> And we're always driving back about six o'clock, and I'm like, Tiff, check the news. I need to know if I need to rush home and make a video. Um, but let's let's talk let's talk through some of the stuff at Warhammer Fest, uh, just so if people out there didn't clue in or just you know hear about what's going on and just what what's what's cool. So uh, the biggest one is is absolutely 40k, right? Yeah, yeah, huge new new edition. Talking a lot about it. Um, I still think it looks pretty great. I had a friend who went and played uh, a demo game really um yeah yeah and he was saying it is it is good um but they always are demo games they make them fun um but from what i've heard what i've seen um yeah i'm quite excited about it um i think there's a lot of positive changes in the game there uh they had they had a codex roadmap which is to be expected um there's gonna be you know months and months and months of slow power creep i'm sure i um, want a roadmap ben <laughs> Every, What's the weekend of roadmaps? Every system. Every yeah. I did think of yeah. you trips. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what, what what more there is to say about um the tenth edition stuff other than Yeah, it's the models look pretty great. Um so and the rules look interesting. This is the contents of the starter box, right? Yes. So you get a squad of terminators, a captain, a librarian, a lieutenant, five war veterans whatever they've called them now and stern guard aren't they yeah something like that and two units two units of five are uh primaris with flamers or pyre blasters or something now they've called them. and a big old dreadnought with lots of guns and uh, a love... this is this what i do like is this is very you know remembering what 40k is um as in like kind of retro throwback all of this stuff like the stern guard a proper throwback the terminator is a throwback making the primary dreadnoughts look like old dreadnoughts now it's mm -hmm. a real like cool change um yeah, yeah I, I i like it i like what they're doing it feels again maybe because i've been you know 
less terminally online than and for this edition than I was for previous ones. I'm feeling more positive about it, and I think like they're really embracing it as um, like I don't know a game first and foremost, which yeah, I quite like it. I do too. I love the Tyranid stuff. So the box has got a big, uh, what do they call them, Tyranid Prime? Um, some Hormigans, yes. Shooter Boys, like 20 of them. You've got some of the new Brain Termigants. You've got some weird Shield Dudes. You've got a Floaty Boy. You've got a big Spider-Man. You've got three tiny names. Lictors. Yep. <laughs> and then you've got the Screamer Lad, which is Screamy just... Killer, a fantastic model. Yeah, all right. Space Marines that like Space Marines. I'm not even going to bother looking at those. But this Screamer Lad is fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah. The Screamer Killer. Again, another throwback. A real throwback. Yeah. Like, do you, everything everyone remembers the old second edition. Like, you know, pointy boy. But they've made um, them very alien looking, which is really, really, really cool. I, I have very... I, I like 40k. Like, I like the, the world setting. But, like... It's not really interested in me, but I love every one of the Tyranids. And I was reading the design thing and they were like, well, we're trying our hardest to make them seem and feel and play alien. Like, really. Mm. And and they've done it. Like, they've just done an incredible job with these great new models. I don't understand what the point of the Neurogaunts are. I guess they're just chaff. Oh, well, they kind of did this for um, Necrons as well. They kind of had little little ones that kind of were extras and other bigger squads. Um yeah, I think they're probably like that kind of thing. Um, the yeah, leap, they look really cool. The leapers are so cool. Everything's really Zerg now. Yes, it is. Maybe that's why I it's love stupid. it so much. Yeah, yeah, they've really lent into Zerg. We just need alternative Primaris like dome heads. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> with all like you know like southern accents and yeah. cigars. <laughs> no, that's some very, 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 very cool stuff. This this lad's very cool. I yeah, I, it's a slippery slope. And I think I think I'm headed that way, but um, well, there's there's still time. Uh, there was a bit of something for Underworlds. I'm gonna, not gonna lie, I'm, I've not really paid any attention to this. Like I love the original Underworlds, Shadespire, and um, you know, the hex-based game was really cool. But there's so many releases now that I've just terrified of cards and rotation. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very much out of this as well. Models are cool. And that's... Games all right. Yeah, I've got got a chunk, but literally, it's like every every quarter is two new war bands and yeah, I don't rules. And There's your roadmap. Deck. Yeah, roadmap, roadmap, roadmap. So they've got spring, summer, autumn, winter roadmap for those guys. Uh, so Middle Earth ham had a teeny, teeny, tiny release. <laughs> little diorama. Yeah, which is the little diorama is cool. You get a black rider and uh does do they have the little spider they don't have the spider crawling over them. the bit where they hide in a hole in the ground as the rider sniffs around them it's cool it's a collectible that's all right all right with that Warcry trips what was occurring with Warcry? uh another war band and uh, a good old roadmap as well i think is this another starter set i think they talked about uh, or was it Kill Team? There's definitely another starter set. I think it's Kill Team. It looks so. like it. This new box includes a stack of Gurish terrain. I did, I mean, they just dropped. So most of their boxes for Warcry are effectively starter sets. Yeah. 
They wow. usually have. I think they usually release them kind of like three at a time, right? Where like two are in a starter set with terrain, and then one comes on their own, like, and then yeah. rinse and repeat. And the tr and the train for Warcry is as you can oh, see, it's great. Pretty this massive, is yeah. ridiculous. Like that's mon mass massive. <laughs> yeah, this one looks like it really fits well with the other like Gur terrain. They yeah. I think they do that, don't they? Where they have like the realms because they started off with like the chaos realm and then I, I, went into. Are... Yeah, they, they they seem to be doing that with kill team as well, right? I, I think that's I think that's a really good way of doing it. Like, because then you kind of bundle the sets together. Although I think I saw, uh, nope, that's kill. Oh yeah, and another roadmap. Where's the blood bowl roadmap? Maybe there just isn't one. Um, then Age of Sigmar. Oh, this is interesting. So Sigmar is uh, maybe maybe one day. Maybe we'll see. Uh, but they've released more of these cities of Sigmar stuff. Oh, these are amazing. The cavalry is pretty cool. I, I think these are great. These are like genuinely legit. What probably my favorite unit they've made in a while. Like I absolutely love these. It's a properly um, ramshackle effect. Yeah. Well, it might just be because I'm like, you know, really binging conquest at the moment. Yeah, like my hundred This looks like conquest. <laughs> even the even yeah. down to the orange filigree. Like it just yeah. it just looks like conquest. They were scaled up, you know, I'd use them, but... <laughs> yeah, massively yeah. scaled up. Um, yeah, that's some cool stuff. I'm not sure if there's a... Uh, where is it? Dawnbringer Crusades, part of the next major narrative for Warhammer Age of Sigmar. That's actually quite a cool thing to play around in, in the setting. Um, the Lord, the forces of order trying to co reconquer lands is... That's that's cool. And I like a, a narrative campaign. Uh, four warriors of Grimport and Usher and Dawnbringers, the next chapter of the Age of Sigmar. Oh, there's a couple of heroes for aos and a book that will probably go out of date very quickly um you have an book well yeah i don't they didn't talk about it very long actually which was oh, cool. which was good that bless them. i know it's one of the <laughs> things that really stuck out was that yeah but they didn't do that but uh this model uh for the nurgle boys there's a uh a nurgle chaos warrior on a horse with a scythe and this one again ben like you said harkens back to uh that's a classic classic sixth edition model from Warhammer Fantasy, which is yeah, cool. Well, the end times kind of release where all the chaos stuff comes out. Nah, this was this was just like the beginning of. Oh, well, that's eighth edition, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, some ghoul guy, another fire slayer, and I love this model. This model is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> uh, is it called a rabble rouser? Rabble rouser here. Uh, so it's a goblin shaman with a big old skull on his head. It looks like um, that looks like Cubone from Pokemon, uh, but it's just got just got little bat squeaks, and that that is awesome modelling. Yeah, well, to get the squeaks flying above him. To get those bat squeaks, yeah, I really hope that Brute Fun sees this because I know he's working on the rest of the Squig team and the Goblin team because that is flipping genius. The yeah, although they... if this was in resin, I would be breaking those bat squeaks. Yeah nanoseconds <laughs> one putting in the bag and half of one taking out <laughs> yeah, yeah you guys right. ever use like that durable resin stuff or is it like is it soraya tech is that the one i don't know i've never had a problem really... never really had a problem okay. with standard resin i mean it has an issue if you drop it on the ground from a couple of meters onto concrete then yeah your model is doomed which actually happened to me at the weekend uh two of the college of beasts players took a tumble through space and time into obliteration um, oh great yeah which was fun but it's all right yeah resin's great as long as i don't throw it at concrete uh 
so Age of Sigmar looks like they've got some more heroes, which and then they've got a roadmap too. Uh, Lizards, Nurgle book, General's Handbook. That'll be interesting to see. Cities of Sigmar in autumn. Looks like some kind of orc release. And oh, it's a Dawnbringer's actual orc bit. Hmm, all right, cool. So some interesting stuff coming from Age of Sigmar. Uh, there is a massive. What do you think of the massive Morgrunter pig? This the, guy is really cool. The pig chariot. Yeah. This is awesome. Um, is this the only picture of the model? Whoa. More like Borka Morka. I do appreciate that. Uh, so it is... <laughs> the video release was excellent, wasn't it? I didn't even see this. No, this is so 80s. This is wicked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, so there is a... It is just a massive, massive pig being ridden around by Black Orcs. Yeah. Very uh, cool. Uh, Very wide. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's quite cool, I suppose. Uh then we had some bits. Oh, this is pretty cool actually. Oh, I love these. These are always been my favorite knights. So the Serastus the... class knight, which is the one who looks very much like a Cylon. Like a tall Cylon with a spear and a young people like me, but I don't know what that is. So <laughs> back me up here, Trips. <laughs> Definitely, you are right, Ben. <laughs> ben, you are un uneducated. <laughs> uh, um, I don't watch your, you know, Boomer Star Galactica. I know. <laughs> from, from the depths of 2004. Uh, I mean, big old plastic knight. It, it, this is a tall boy, right? This is this has got to be bigger than the Paladin from 40k. Yeah, they have these in, um, uh, what's the small scale one? titanicus they've had these for out for a while and i've always been tempted just to pick them up just for fun because i just think there's something cool about something about walkers using like actual weapons scaled up uh is incredibly cool to me um i always like those um i'm sure they've done it in other media but you know in james cameron's avatar the walkers have like their massive machine guns but like yeah. actual stuff. i think that's rad and this is like you know the medieval version of that so there is something beautiful about warhammer knights anyway like yeah back when i was playing adeptus titanicus i had too many knights because i was like yeah i just want to have knights with flags everywhere yeah, and certainly got a bunch of nobles like sitting in their thrones riding like massive walkers with medieval weaponry yeah it's like sci-fi gothic battle tech that's what this is exactly. uh, but the fact that there's a plastic kit coming out for it for it that's that that's i mean it's still going to be like 150 pounds or something oh god yeah yeah you know i'm never gonna buy it ever but cool to look at very cool to look at and i think it's always going to sit on the edges of temptation uh just because like oh you know that could be a great painting project to half build and leave in a box uh there he is sat on his throne oh there he is at noble yeah oh that is a very cool model only a couple of bits left to go um some green dude and a yellow dude for what should be epic but isn't uh some beakies bouncing around oh they've got a roadmap as well oh, yeah and it's split between plastic and resin which is quite cool that is that's interesting that's a good way to split it uh plastic night lancer comes in summer uh a mystery army release in winter for horace heresy but uh no no mention of epic which would have been amazing no, no mention of uh well actually although there was this report to the strategium thing that was spoiled that had like pictures of little units in places but if i'm correct it turned out to be like an app game 
or something Craig said in our group chat anyway. There's a little, oh, yeah. There's a little Garbage. map yeah. with stuff on there where people are like, ooh, this could be epic. But actually it says Command Legions, and I think it turned out to be a, a, a like an app game or something, which was disappointing. Um, but I can live... Yeah, Warhammer games are just... I was going to say the hit or miss, but it's it's all miss with one hit every 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I played a night one once that was good. Freeblade, I think it was called. That was quite good. I think, yeah. Uh, Warhammer. Yeah. The bar's floor level. Yeah, right. Warhammer The Old World. Um, not, a yeah. mass, not a massive release, not a massive surprise. Two characters, right? Nothing yep. else was shown. This was this was Sunday. I was quite looking forward to this one. Like the 40k big splash was Saturday, and then it was kind of like right old world on Sunday. It was kind of like ooh, what are they going to see? Uh, but uh, a villain from a Brandon Fraser movie, which is Very true. which is fine, like as a mummy, and a bog standard Bretonian knight, which again, cool model, looks very much it's like. It's got a lot of like people like this is amazing, this is amazing. Sort of the reaction I had for the Six Sigma Knights, but like I really don't like this model that much. It's something. It's just so stumpy. I really don't like it. It doesn't look very heroic at all. It's just the proportions seem so wide. Um, it looks like a hefty knight. Yeah, it's like a halfling <laughs> Bretonian. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think for me, it's just that this model is so flat that it could yeah. have it could have been cast in metal. Um, well, I think they are resin. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, normally with games about resin, that just means there's nine pieces, uh, yeah, like boa constrictor or something. But I mean, it, uh, it's it's it is fine. It's just cool. It's just yeah. fantasy knight. Fantasy knights are cool. You can't knock it because it's just a true fact. Uh, I would say the Sigma release was for Old World. I would have been way more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to see a little bit more. Uh, but Kill Team got some stuff. What do you think to the Ashes of Faith expansion trips? Did you have a, Did you see this? I had a look at this. These they look some really nice models in this. Kill Team is a dangerous size of models to get into because it's basically a box and they're beautiful and before you know it you've got 15 kill teams sitting in a box in a box <laughs> not painted not assembled <laughs> well this is a this is a narrative campaign you get to you've got the inquisition and the inquisition can team up with a bunch of the different kill teams that have been released this season like the uh the scions like the um judges and stuff like that which is which is yeah, quite cool. done a really good job of of getting lots into the game but enabling you to really try and play through it it's quite a good job of sucking you into every new release is a new release that you want to want to do yeah i like that i i mean it's, it keeps you involved they've got some cool chaos stuff this this looks this stuff here just it looks like lord of the rings it looks like you got the mouth yeah. of sauron in the bottom and you've got two kind of ring wraiths at the top uh cool cultists and then the the mutation stuff like these muti mutation models are just ridiculous they're just crazy these came I out right are they also an existing 40k? Yeah, these kit? were in the preview on Sunday. Yeah, so I think they're up for preview. No, no, these have been out. These have been like revealed a long time ago. These? Yeah. I saw these. Were these only just released now for Kill Team? Well, they're not. We, we have a... seen these for at least like six, no, like eight months. Wow, I don't remember seeing these before. Because there was that guy. I remember making a joke saying like, 
he's holding up the purity seal or whatever. It's just like it's like his receipt. It's like I want to return this possession. It's not what I expected. Oh, this, and like this guy yeah, in the middle. Because <laughs> he's just having the worst time. Um I don't know. I don't I remember seeing him before. But Yeah, maybe. I thought they released them for um Chaos Space Marines. Oh maybe they did. But I might have been uh, mistaken. But I like what they've done here, where they've just got this um, this kind of expansion. It feels kind of halfway between Kill Team and Black um, Blackstone Fortress. Uh, just that kind of like, mm. here's your theme, here's your story element. I I think that's a really cool way of doing it. Like Trip said, a whole bunch of cool models that you could almost paint. Um, and then a couple more bits of Kill Team, uh, Warhammer Heroes stuff. Yeah, all right. You ever bought yeah. any Warhammer Heroes bits? No, you stay away from blind bag things. But the battle tech one does does make does color me interested though. Um, <laughs> but then I'm like, I can just print the battle next. And then the last bit that came out of the news was a kill team roadmap. It's uh, so a Gallo Dark, which is Tubby Space Dwarves and Beastmen. Is that right? Yep. Ashes, so the end. yeah. And then Ashes of Faith, which is the inquisition chaos stuff individual team releases i like that they're using team i know they're technically kill teams but as far as you know in ben's world each of these squads is a team it's um, news. yep yep uh, <laughs> and uh, kill team annual Vips, you won't need that i think you've already got everything then new season a new season in autumn i just i just i just love this i love the way they do this now i was, I was talking with some guys in tournament at the weekend and the the tempo is super fast for for kill team and war cry and even faster it feels like for um shadespire like that they're, they're kind of like and the next box and the next box and the next box i think it's yeah. quite, maybe a little bit too fast but maybe it's just like because of us being grognards um that's right bt yeah, you're getting there it's what it's one big box a quarter and and new teams and train and detail. So there really is like every four, three, four weeks there seems to be. And the next thing on pre-order is. Who has that much time to game anymore? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I feel like we spend a lot of our time like playing games, painting and stuff like that. And even... I, I feel just like I could never ever keep up with this. I want to play more and games. It's like that's got to be in the top percentile, right? I know it's yeah, crazy. I know. Uh, yeah. But new season for Kill Team will be interesting. Um, where where are they going next? They've kind of done the Space Hulk. What do they do before the Space Hulk sets trips? Uh, so before that, it was the Octarus was right back at the start. All the platforms so, and stuff. Yeah. I.e. Necromunda terrain. <laughs> uh all right so they could go anywhere do you think they'll tie it in with all the um leviathan stuff uh i suspect they'll stay away actually because they've they, they seem to have put a fair old distance between pure 40k and kill team boarding tactics has been very close but that seemed to be a good way of getting everyone to buy the the last few 40k miniatures before they all got re-released i still hope for that they'll do uh they'll do that for age of sigma I just think it's too much of a no-brainer. Can you imagine if Games Workshop did uh, plastic, um, old, you know, obviously with a Sigmarite, like Sigmarite dungeon sets, and then you know, I just, I just, I just, I, I, I can't, I can't see them not doing it. It seems too obvious. I'd do it for Warcry, wouldn't they? 
Yeah. Yeah, but they tied Kill Team and, and 40k together, sort of, as it was well, dying. Actually, didn't they kind of do that with Catacombs? Yeah, which was two, two and a half years ago now. But they didn't tie it together with Age of Sigmar, though, did they? Oh, no, I guess not. No. That's 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 what I feel like. Oh, I, right, okay. I think they did a brilliant job tying in the Kill Team stuff and the Kill Team boxes with 40k, because then you had 40k players going, oh, I need to get the Kill Team boxes to get the terrain. Right, okay. And you've got yeah. people who play Kill Team, like, I've already got the terrain, so might as well try out boarding actions. I, I think they they ex I think they pulled that off brilliantly. Um, well, to be fair, I do have friends who basically got into Warcry because they picked up the box with terrain in for Age of Sigmar games decided to play the Warcry. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I just come yeah. on, come on. What what realm is everyone mincing around in at the moment in in Sigmar Beasts in Gur, right? Sure, I I'm so behind. Come on, <laughs> battles in the tunnels of Gur, Ben, in the veins of the realm itself. Come on, come I don't on. Have time to play it. Come it could come on. out and I'll be like, oh, that's cool. And then yeah. I'll be working on the project I've been working on for three years. So I'm finished it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, I know. Um, right, overall, guys, that was the, the Warhammer Fest stuff. There was no Blood Bowl, which is fine. Uh, they got some cool Tyranids, which uh, I'll never play with. I might buy this guy. Or someone will someone will 3D sculpt. A, a, a yeah, he won't be available on its own for three years. Four yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. One page rules announced uh, at the weekend that they're um, revamping their uh, their not Tyranids range. Just uh, nice. they're going back and redoing some of them to bring them up into speed and to add weapons in. Um, but I love the floating tentacle beasts. It, it reminds me of the Enslaver from Rogue Trader and the Enslaver. And the, uh, enslavers and Beholders, there's just something about them, like overlord floaty things. There's just something it's that... just, you know, unknown intelligence, you know? Yeah, they're just, I don't know, yeah. I really like them. I, I don't know, I'm like, yeah, I get you. Um... <laughs> uh, any cool picks from Warhammer Fest or not that fast? Uh, no, I, I, I heard it was fine. Um, that's usually the consensus I had of the event as a whole. Um, I've heard there were some issues with queuing. Seems to be the biggest complaint. Long queues to get into things. Um, but the things that were there were pretty well handled. Uh, I yeah. I mean, I like that it was busy enough for queues. I think that's... I think it's that's, a good sign. That's good. I hope, yeah. hope next Warhammer Fest, there'll be a load of Blood Bowl stuff there. And because, uh, because you know, how exciting would that be? Uh, it, yeah. won't, it won't be, but you know, never mind, <laughs> never mind. Come on, Games Workshop. We just, I just want you to release Blood Bowl stuff and Age of Sigmar in a dungeon, like just one of those two, or Battlefleet Gothic, or Epic. I, I just really want to give you my money, like. <laughs> 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 I'm trying really hard. I need more packets of stuff sealed in my cupboard. Um, I've got a, I've got a packet of uh, the Nomads from Necromunda. They're sealed that I bought myself the day I got my job, my permanent job. I celebrated by driving home yep. and swinging by Games Workshop. They're still shrink wrapped, and I've got the Enforcers who are also still shrink wrapped. <laughs> oh jeez, you need to play more games. Uh, need to get you, you know, nice. give an excuse to build them. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh, Groovy. Um, okay, right. With that said, then, should we move on to the Blood Bowl draft? Yeah, was there any news on Hobby? Because that was kind of news. Oh, my God. Hobby. Do some Hobby talking. Yeah. All right. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with Hobby.
press record okay so as ben reminded me uh we've not talked about hobby or games and stuff like that and um so last few weeks of my life have been very busy with all kinds of stuff and i've been ill with all kinds of stuff i've got more surgery tomorrow that'll be fun another invasive mouth surgery that i get to pay hundreds of pounds for so woo um okay i need to stop scheduling them for a thursday morning after the podcast um just like... much better hobbies ben <laughs> i know you yeah. don't need to do this <laughs> uh but uh in the last week i did manage to paint three dungeon bowl teams and a dungeon which i'd come to, came to the end of the week and i was kind of like oh i feel like i've had a rubbish week this week and, I, and tiff was like i feel like you've done a lot ben I was like, what do you mean and i was like yeah that's yeah. quite impressive i was like all right i painted three dungeon bowl teams and a dungeon and i was like that's 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 plenty so this is dungeon two um of three and this is using the this is kraken studios this is the kraken mm -hmm. mole king's lair stuff yeah. um and i think it's i think it's great i did a cheeky bit of spray cheeky bit of dry brush added a bit of color and added a line that one's quite really poorly done actually but that's fine um it looks very blood bowly yeah so i had a good time doing that then i went to entoyment and this weekend was the weekend where i put a post out for patreons uh tiff was working all weekend it's bank holiday weekend and i was like right um i can't go far but you know i thought well i could do entoyment do some filming uh forgot it was like the naf c but when the naf c went live and tickets went up i was not free this weekend so and this weekend came free a couple of weeks ago it was kind of like a couple of months ago it was kind of like well i can't you know, i've missed the naf c this year um and then yeah went to entoyment set up the rpg room was shot over on the friday night uh took what well, this is dungeon one um got that out got the cameras all set up uh said hello to everybody and then saturday had uh nick come down and then stuart uh Stu, and then on sunday um chris came over and it was just it was awesome so played two games saturday with uh with nick um and then caught up with Stu in the afternoon it was it was awesome it was great to just hang out chat you know grab a burger for entoyment uh and then same again on the sunday i uh, appreciate everybody driving around she's uh she's localish but um chris and, uh, and nick actually came down from kent um wow which okay yeah which was amazing so they drove over a couple of hours to to come and um come and do some filming and i got to use the rpg room got to get the fancy lights out got to put a dungeon out and um yeah had a really good time playing some dungeon bowl I'm not going to spoil the results because uh, I don't want people to know because obviously this is going to be the Dungeon Ball Championship. But yeah, it was really good. The only downside was that I planned to play Beasts as game three on the Saturday. And then um, I got these little cardboard boxes and uh, I <laughs> one was not empty. I thought it was empty. I actually had the Beasts team in, um, which was all fine, except that uh, the uh, I lost the beer ball and uh, actually genuinely just couldn't find him and uh the rat ogre one of brute funds rat ogres bounced just directly into the concrete and uh and had a permanent injury should we say so um so i had to shimmy the the schedule around and then uh saturday night um kind of painted up some replacement pieces so yeah painted over three dungeon bowl teams <laughs> <laughs> impressive amount of hobby uh, that is really good it, it was so weird though because i got i finished uh finished filming on sunday came home i was hanging out with tiff and i was just sitting there i was like 
I can paint whatever I want now. I was like, I don't have like a pile yeah. of stuff. Like there's no like painting anxiety, which is like a brand new feeling. Uh, <laughs> I was like, cool. I've invented a new kind of anxiety. Which you is... make up a new one. Oh we my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. A bit like end of this podcast and we'll come up with a new one for you. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The the, uh, the prospect of the secret team uh, secret yeah, seven is, is coming up but i need to you know i know how much you love trolls so i don't want to uh oh yeah uh i don't want to uh spoiler alert there will be a troll team and i think ben and i will be rock paper scissoring um what and then choosing the winner because we both know what we want <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that was cool that that's that's my hobby i played five games of dungeon ball painted three dungeon ball teams and uh printed and painted a dungeon and that's 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 good. I'm happy with that. That's that's all right. How about you guys? Anything fun? Anything exciting? Um, yeah, I painted one of those Dungeon Bowl teams. Um, yes, you did. We had a replacement College of Life one. Oh, dude, um, the College of Life, the skin tones and the war dancers were insane. They are yeah, these are a little as bit... well. Oh, uh, one of them isn't great, but um, yeah. Uh, no, I actually I actually had a bit of practice on the skin, which was good. I used because they they have you know big exposed torsos, so I thought I'd take this time to maybe do a bit of skin improvement. And yeah, they came up pretty good. Um, Very good. Thank you. Um, yeah. Other than that, I've been turning attention to conquest. So a few uh, a few of my friends were getting really into conquest now. Um, finally, convinced people to get into it. Oh, you sent that. I could send you an updated one. I finished it more. Um, Oof, weather yeah, so... needs a bit of work. <laughs> yeah, that was a, it was a test model I did. Well, I did that during lunch, and then I finished it this afternoon. I have the finished one here. But um, yeah, I'm really happy with the scheme, going with 100 kingdoms, going to do a whole bunch of shields that are like different. So that's just one. I'm going to make them all completely different, because the idea with this, this army is they, I mean, they're militia. They come from just their own households. There's thousands and thousands of them. So bring their shield along. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be cracking on that. What's I have, the paint? I have been truly conditioned by Games Workshop to think of like knightly orders and stuff, and and now I think of like 40k knights. <laughs> so I'm looking yeah. at this and I'm thinking, ah man, if you got one of those knight kits, Ben, the weathering you could pull off. I'm assuming this glow is done with uh, the the magic of an airbrush. That's yeah, that's entirely yellow, just straight yellow, and then walnut ink. That's it. Hey. So there's like a green stuff world walnut ink. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, walnut brown. Yep. And then you just spray it on there. Oh, and then a bit of black ink and like the very edges. I yep. hugely approve of that painting method. Yeah. It's very quick. Um, like I said, I finished the model. So that was that was during lunch. That was an hour to get that and then finish the model in about two hours. Because I tried to keep them like really small because I want to, I've got, I think, 36 of these. So. Oof. Um, Goodness yeah. me. Um, the College of Life team was amazing, Ben. Yeah. Like, absolutely amazing. People loved it. It was just outrageous. Uh, the Mecca Snotlings was just absolute I'm highlight. really happy with them. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm proud of them. Uh, we're gonna um, have to, you're going to have to explain yourself at some point where you got these models from, because that's just... They're from Lost Kingdom. So Same as the War Dancers? And so are the War Dancers. Ah, yeah, it's a range I really like. Uh, they, they have... I think their, their, their Wood Elf range is quite like leaning into Japanese. Um, hence the, the, the top bonsai of the stylings look like bonsai. Style. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the war dancers are very much like ballet posed and I think they, they're quite appropriate. Um, 
Sorry, I broke the antler. So if, if you saw the broken antler on one of them, that wasn't you, that was me. Um, uh, actually, and... the thing we got worried about was the finger. Oh, no, that was also me. Yes, I also I'm the so pleased to see this in the picture um, because uh, who was I playing? I can't, yeah. remember, I can't remember if it was Nick or, or Chris, but they were like, uh, I might have I might have broken it, but it looks like it's been painted. That's I'm not so really sure. Fragile. That's what I asked you earlier about. Like, you can get resins which are like flexible and I really need to do that because these the resin I'm using is so brittle. Like I was holding a model earlier. Thankfully, I don't need the model anymore because it's the wrong size, but like I just put the slightest bit of pressure on the hilt of their sword. It just snaps straight off and I'm just like, oh, what? what? It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm showing anyway. off showing off your hobby now, guys. <laughs> uh, this this pile of magic from trips. What have you been doing? So that that pile is now twenty five frames high, <laughs> and that is That's a uh, a a gaming board that can be assembled. So I've, I've printed all the tiles, printed all the uh, tiles that go on top of it, the locks um the storage stuff to keep it all together i'm just uh finishing off uh oh i was printing the legs that was it printing the legs this morning so that that's how efficient this is like the fact is like all holes so it's like yeah. the actual it's not that much plastic like it's not that much plastic it's it doesn't need a massive amount of infill really strong when it all comes together yeah really light nicely fits in a, a good old calyx box Perfect. It's almost like it's been designed nicely to be hidden away. So, yeah, really pleased with it. But uh, uh, I've been uh, burning the printer for the last three weeks, I think, on it. That's, that's amazing. Like, I love it. And this is something I've started to really enjoy with 3D printing is just printing stuff and not thinking about what you're printing. Like, not not like not thinking is obviously printing anything, whether it's plastic or resin, takes effort. But just being like, right, print, clean, put to one side. I did that with the dungeon, and it was like, I came to the point of like, oh, I really need to build this now. And I just like upended a box with all the bits in. And I was like, okay, wow, actually just, you know, doing a stack classic, like do a little bit a day. And then at the end of the month, you'll be like, wow, look what I've got. But I think this massive pile of table is a real like testament to that and makes me super excited for a dungeon version of Age of Sigma. Um, because... <laughs> or Kill Team or Necromunda or dungeons because there's just something about building terrain and building tables and like printing something and having stuff having a thing at the end of it it's just amazing yeah super cool yeah, yeah pretty 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 good and i've i had a good hobby sort out and uh sorted out all my uh kill team and munda terrain and found that i I, I thought I, I was like, oh, I, I've got enough to make a board. And then I realized I had enough to make two boards. And then I found another box of terrain and realized I probably have enough to make three completely <laughs> separate boards. And then I realized I'd printed out half a, a city as well. I was like, yeah, I think I've, I have plenty. <laughs> I need to stop. Um, I just want to show off some hobby that Milton did because he's not here at the moment. He's in the Philippines actually for a month, which is very cool. Uh, he finished off the College of Metal for us, so he painted up a few extra positionals, uh, being some more orcs. It didn't take much to convince him to paint some orcs because uh, Milton loves orcs. Yeah. So uh, this was cool, and this is a proper powerhouse of a team, uh, College of Metal. It's just it's, the beast, isn't it? It's just great. It's just yeah. great. And the wizard is also just great. Um, the fact they get human blitzers is just not fair. Human blitzers, <laughs> orc blitzers, berserk blitzers. Yeah. Like, it's just outrageous. It's just such a good team. I, yeah. I, I, 
It's not a team really. that doesn't scream subtlety, but does scream. Mm. It's yes, put me in a in a small corridor and you'll regret it. A monster of a team. It's so good, and it was so much fun playing with all the different college teams this weekend because it's like, oh yeah, this team does this, this team has this, and they've all got their own unique identities, which is pretty sweet. Um, that said, I still maintain that Dungeon Bowl with standard teams is actually a brilliant place to be. So if you're yeah, I'm really like if you're arming and arming about Dungeon Bowl, just play with the regular teams. Like, do not worry about it. Grab your Skaven team. Grab your Lizardman team. Grab whatever team you got and just play in the dungeon. Because the dungeon setting is more than enough to, to shake up the game. Um, so I, I don't like, don't don't overthink it. Um, because it's just awesome. But it's just, just really, really, really cool. Um, any more for any more, guys? Um, no, I think that's it. Uh, what have we got going on? Got uh, Dorset Dungeon Ball in in two weeks as this episode comes out, which is very exciting. I love the fact that Milton is on holiday and is in the <laughs> Philippines and still managed to remind us where we are for rosters and sorting it out. Yeah, yeah. that's what I call impressive organisation OCD. Well, I'm off on holiday next week, so I can start going through all the rosters that have been submitted, and then hopefully that'll be most of it. I'll put a post up towards the end of the week reminding people. Um, but it's it's dungeon ball, so the rosters are quite complicated. So that'll be that'll be good fun. Uh tournament's gonna be busy, tournament's gonna be busy. We're still working out whether or not there's gonna be enough space for us to stream, because streaming takes two tables, which is enough space for eight players, uh, if you think about it. So we may not be able to stream it, but if we don't, then actually we'll just be hanging around checking out the games even more instead. So I'm happy either way, it'd be sweet to stream it, but actually if we can't do it, we can't do it. It you know doesn't massively matter it's not like the channel's going to be short of dungeon bog content uh over the summer uh and then you know we've got secret sevens lined up and then we're going to do the sevens draft and then we're going to go into the next bonehead championship and um you know i don't want to speak too soon but we found a house that we liked we put an offer in the offer was accepted it's now going through all the legal shenanigans so hopefully that goes on and goes all right and can start building the bonehead studio at some point which is some fun ideas about that today isn't you? yeah um, man yeah i've been yeah. mapping things and measuring things that the god the, there's the garden of the house we've, we've tried to buy is it's got a really nice plot at the back of the garden for a gigantic shed i've been on sheds.co.uk like every day like obsessing over it but like come on let's get this house so i can buy my 12 by 10 shed um it's like a barn at the end of the garden. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be at the Bonehead Barn. Um, I will be there. I will be there a lot. Uh, the great thing was, I mentioned to the guys at the weekend, I was like, yeah, no, they were like, how's the house hunting going? I was like, yeah, we, we put an offer in. And they were like, oh, was it the haunted one? I was like, no, I don't <laughs> believe so. Like, we didn't get the haunted one or the one that seemed haunted. Um, but I feel like, I feel like uh, the beginning of every horror movie starts out with like a really happy couple getting their dream house and moving in and the first five minutes is just like oh look at how happy they are they're really good and then they all immediately die setting the scene for the rest of the movie and, and i'm i'm super being super cautious at the moment let's put it that way <laughs> like the beginning of annabelle was like the happy couple the, the, you oh, know, yeah. all the stuff and then all of a sudden they're just like murdered and demons and i was like oh okay <laughs> um anyway sorry to bring the mood down and a bit culty anyway can we do that can we do the draft now can we do the draft now can we do the, draft, do the draft, draft now yeah let's do the draft all right let's do the draft 
Okay, so I got excited about the NFL draft and we talked about, you know, how we could do this for Blood Bowl. And I want to be clear, this is a dream team kind of build for 11s. At some point, we'll do a 7s actual draft and then actually play with the teams. But this one with 11s, with our schedules and stuff, ain't going to happen right now. But... It is a very cool exercise, and from this we can talk through some of the best players in the game and also kind of just have a bit of fun kind of doing a draft because it's always fun drafting. I think drafting is probably my favourite board game mechanic, um, and there's just something exciting about it. So uh, if you are watching on the YouTube version, we've got a little counter on the left-hand side that will keep a track of how much team value we have spent with our picks. And as we go into each round, uh, the coach with the lowest team value we'll get the first pick in that round and the second basically we'll do it in, in in like reverse team value order so if you pick a load of expensive stuff first it will hamper you in further rounds now we're going to do this in reverse seniority so we're going to start by saying to trips trips what pick would you like one two or three to begin oh definitely one all right so trips will go pick one bt happy with pick two yep all right, now the guys have got a side of a spreadsheet, so they should be able to enter their own picks, but if you guys get stuck, then please do let me know. But let's begin the draft. So overall, first pick, Trips, who have you got? So it'd be really tempting to go gutter runner because <laughs> there's only two. I know. <laughs> and we could have a gutter runner run. Um but I think I'm going to go for a similar kind of player in terms of speed, but more flexibility. And I'm going to take Ooh. the werewolf. Oh, interesting. That would have been... That is, a, that is a potent pick one. Are they really 125k as well? Yeah, that's a scarily large amount of money. But with regen as well... That yeah. Is, yeah, that's excellent. Okay, so Necro Werewolf is the first overall pick. On to Ben for pick two. So I think along the same lines of it, I'm going to go with a undead zombie line. No, okay, I'm not really going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had one in mind, which I wanted first. I do think that it gives Gutter Runner to Ben, but he's going to get one anyway. So I, as good as they are, I may get one in a minute. I had similar thinking to Trip saying flexibility is good. And I'm going to go with a war dancer. Mm. I think having one war dancer is always going to be good. Um, <laughs> they do everything. All right. um, so. I, I am I'm super happy with this uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, it means my first pick can be the underworld gutter runner. The better gutter. Yep, he is strictly better. Yeah. Now that puts us into round two, and the lowest value is me. So yep. for pick two, I will take the other gutter. <laughs> <laughs> we expected this. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. I did have a cool backup line. I did have a backup line, but the, I mean, the war dancer, war dancer, necro, werewolf, and gutter runner. This is not a surprise for any of these players, right? Uh, so I don't know. That's true. As you and uh, as you are both at the same value, it will be uh, in the player who picked last. So it's Blood Tithe will go next. Okay. Uh, interesting. So, hmm. 
I feel like now is a good time to get the best lineman. Interesting. Because I think there are a lot of positionals at this point which do similar things. Although, I know Trips. And I think I know what he'd take here. Uh, no, because there's also a good chance. Okay, I'm gonna. I actually gonna do this. I'm gonna take the best lineman, and I'm gonna go with. Hang on, if you take a lineman, is it just one lineman, and then you? If yeah. you take that lineman, no one else can take that lineman. Yep. Yes. Yep. This is this is Highlander. Yeah. There can so be we could only run one. out of linemen. But we've got twelve spots. It's fine. Yeah, there's a lot of good choices. Sorry, this is actually harder than I thought. I'm just thinking, just watch me draft a Skaven team. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be a Skaven team with a sprinkling of Underworld. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take the Skink. Yeah, Milton was talking about the Skink. and yeah. I think... It's cheap, so it's going to be good for the next draft. Yeah, and next round. I think having that is just super useful. It's a stunt. It's a fast, stunty player, which is always going to be good. Um, yeah, I'm happy to have one skink. All right. Okay. Trips, over to you. Oh, I'm not going to go lineman. I'm, I feel like, along with the werewolf, I feel like I could do with some blitzing ability in my team. Norse so Berserker. I'm going to take the Amazon Blitzer. Oh, do you mean blitzer, blitzer. or blocker? Uh, I mean the uh, depends. No, I mean the blitzer. You mean the blitzer? It's moving seven, hit and run. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Okay. The Amazon catcher. I, I played played against Ben, and hit and run was oh, an amazing ability. So the next pick will be the chameleon skink. <laughs> Actually, the Amazon thrower's got on the ball as well. All right, Wicked. So uh, that takes us into round three. And it will be me, then BT, then Trips for this round as we go yep. in there with cost. Okay, this is hilarious. But actually, I'm going to take I'm gonna take my third pick, which is exactly... Uh, it was going to be my backup pick if uh, for round two, actually. Uh, because we got two awesome scoring threats. Arguably the best scoring threats in the game and i am going to pick arguably inarguably the best thrower in the game the underworld skaven thrower movement seven passing two plus sure hands pass great skill access including mutation so you can give him extra arms for that two plus plus pickup you can give him extra heads to basically make him a two plus dodger uh, or you just on the ball accurate just an absolute all the Spencer. I love the Skaven thrower. My one's awesome yeah. in my league team, and you just can't you can't go wrong. Uh, so I'm super happy with that. Uh, put me at two fifty five after my third pick. Um, I yeah, I mean I am just drafting a Skaven team here, but that's, there's probably a reason for that because you know they're the best. Well, seeing as Trips didn't take it, I'm going to go with the blocker. Oh. I think strength four blodge is always going to be good. Um, yeah. Or assuming you get a skill. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking that. It's expensive, um, but I was I was interested to see out. where the strength four Amazon would go, like how high we had them rated. Uh, and I mean, I, I, definitely up there. 
which leaves you trips for round three pick so for round three continuing my scattering around the races um i'm gonna stay with the causing chaos and i will stick in oh i love it the troll slayer <laughs> yes i love the slayer um i was uh i was thinking about this on when i was driving back from the post box i was like mm, the, the troll slayer has got to be one of the top picks and i thought well there's a couple of other good ones that you know the ulf is potentially a, a good rival but the slayer having block gives him a really good stability platform so i love that so uh round four it's gonna be me bt and trips again uh, my strategy of taking cheap cheap stuff at the beginning is paying off. So I got a thrower. I got two scoring threats. I really need to start looking at, at hitting power. I think um, now if I take a big guy, it's going to get my TV up quite high. But I think I think at this point, a big this is no actually. I know exactly what I'm going to take. Uh, what did I call it? Here we go. Right. I'm going to go for the Imperial Nobility Blitzer. Interesting. Four. Okay. Ooh. Great Blitzer. Great speed. Has block. Good armor. Good agility. Good movement. Seven. Uh, catch as well means that actually I've got the two underworld. I've got the two gutters and a great thrower there who's going to be able to two plus plus, three plus plus pass to a second, like basically a tight end. So my Blitzer can be a Blitzer, could be a good bit of safety, but also a hybrid scoring threat. Which I think will go really well with my Skaven team. That's 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 my pick for the Imperial Nobility Blitzer, who is basically a tight end. Well, along that line, I'm going to take a Dark Elf Blitzer. Oh, I imagine Trips is going to get one of these at some point. But you know, I think it's the, pretty much the exact same train of thought there. Um, you've got a fast piece that can catch a ball, that can support the war dancer. Um, that's just yeah. a better pick, actually. <laughs> I got excited by the prospect of having catch, but I don't know. I didn't yeah, they're right. The Dark Elf Blitzer is is probably yeah, I think I I think I, I took a miss pick there. Um Keep the two for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would not give myself a good a good draft grade for that one. Okay, Trips, who's gonna buddy up with the werewolf, the Amazon Blitzer catcher, and the dwarf troll slayer? Well, so I was I was wondering when the uh, Elven Blitzer run would start, and uh, I think <laughs> we've started it now. So I will pop in uh, with if I can find the right one. I will have yeah. some sidestep. That's <laughs> that, that's yeah. I can't believe taking that. the sidestep over over the high elf one with the armor. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I do, yeah. I think that's, I think that's that, that's really good. Uh, okay, well that leaves us with the same pick order in the next round as well. Um, I, I am, I'm still, still tempted by a big guy, but actually, I think there's enough big guys out there that I don't need to, don't need to take one super high. Um, we're we drafting this with the concept that we're playing them against each other because I think that that matters. Yeah. Because I think a general or a general draft is in these could face any team, or is it specifically to face these? Specifically to face each other. Okay, I think that's that's where big guys matter. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, big guys are are excellent no matter what. True, if but I got, feel like a, if you got the right one big guy. 
Yeah, I think if someone has a big guy, it might incentivize you to take another big guy because then you get the kaiju fights. You know, you got someone to take them on. But <sighs> okay, I think the correct choice here to try. I think I'm scrambling now because I, I, I kind of. It's a good player, but I, I think, I think we'll just, we'll just join the ranks of Elven Blitzers here. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the Nobility Blitzer was too high. Uh, but, but I've got two good block pieces, two good movement block pieces. Catch is good. I'm, I'm all right. I'm okay. I mean, with my top three picks, it doesn't matter what else I get. It'll all be fine. It'll all be fine. So that's me, High Elf Blitzer, pick five, for the green team. On the red team, Blood Tithe. Hmm. Yeah, thinking here. I think this is the piece I'm going to take. <laughs> Hold on. I'm it's, just thinking it's, about it. It's really interesting, isn't it? And it's kind of cool to see how many great pieces there are uh, out there. Yeah, I had one clearly in mind, and I'm kind of doubting it. But I think it's so good. Wardancer, Skink, Strength I'm going to take the Valkyrie. The Valkyrie? They're just so useful. Having, like, the Dauntless as well and, like, Strip Ball mm -hmm. is just they have everything that is just, like, makes them such a... Yeah, Dauntless, Strip Ball, Pass, Catch. It's like... Do they have Pass? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have Pass and Catch, yeah. don't they? Just, like, four skills which can come in clutch, like, whenever you need them. Um, so I think it's just an all-round good player to have. Uh, yeah, I find it find it very hard to argue with that one. Uh, trips, your pick five to round out the round. So I've gone with a full range of uh, sort of blitzing and frenzy and some speed. So I'm really going to continue down the chaos line. And I'm worried someone else might pick this guy off the board soon. So I'm going to pop in. Oh, the, the bomber. Goblin bomber. Now, do you want the goblin bomber or do you want the snotling bomber? Because the snotling bomber actually has pass access. So you can give him accurate. I, I want the, the goblin bomber. What's the strength two? Yeah, that's yeah. survivable strength two. Oh, I like that pick. That is Are we it. keeping this within a, within a thousand as well, by the no, way? No, no, no. God, no. No, no it's no, just no, going no. up and up. Yeah. Okay, okay. Also, there's a couple of things here. I think we're going to see grouping, which is what we've seen. And it'd be interesting to talk about that at the end. And also, I want to see kind of how high we're going to end up. Um, okay, so that's round five. So going into round six, it's going to be me, then Trips, then yeah. BT now, because Trips has snuck in a cheap player there. Yeah. I like that. Okay, right. I've got two scoring threats. I've got two hybrid scoring threats there in my tight ends. I've got a brilliant thrower. Uh, kind of can go meet on the line or decent decent kind of linebacker. I think, I think I've already mentioned this player and I think there's a reason I've mentioned this player is because they're just, they're just awesome. And it is going up. Ooh, ooh, which is more awesome. Which is more awesome? I'm going to go with the movement. I'm going to take the Ulf Warrener as my sixth pick because I think it's just one of the best linebackers out there. Also, considering the uh, the Corn Boy, the Bloodseeker, um, that was my kind of other pick. But now I've got two fast, decent blitzers, a thrower, two very fast scoring threats, 
and the Ulf mm-hmm. to just kind of cause a problem in the backfield. Uh, now, Trips, you are so, up. Yeah, well, we've gone with the Goblin Bomber and we've we've caused some chaos with that, but um, we already ought to concentrate on the ball and having played with this guy in one of my leagues recently and uh, he being awesome for throwing the ball, that's the high elf thrower off the board. Uh, I wonder when he will come in. Do love the high elf thrower. Ah, two plus two plus for agility in passing. Yeah, very flexible player. I guess there's a reason you're top of the league in completions. I love it. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I think you said we're playing against these teams yeah and I see there two gutter runners I'm wondering if we need some tackle (laughs) how many players actually have tackle is it Dwarf Blitzer has a tackle right no Dwarf Blitzer only has blockers yeah, the blockers yeah. do. Oh, and they're slow as hell. Yeah. Then never mind. Gonna That's, um, we're going to go to we're going to go to phase two, um, which is a backup plan. Mm. It's a lot harder when you're in the seat. I thought about like putting a timer together, but I don't think we've been fine. Um... I think okay. Here's a thought. If we're playing against these, then inducements are a thing, right? You can get a tackle that way. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That might be the way we go. So let's start taking. Where are they? Where is it? Gone. The Skaven lineman. <laughs> you can't find the Skaven lineman. He ain't there. It might not be, to be fair. Underworld, Skaven, Clanrat. There we go. He's just been... Oh, Skaven, Clanrat, Lineman. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ben's uh, just hidden all the Skaven under some other name, so he can only <laughs> pick them himself. I'm going to take an Underworld, Skaven, Clanrat. That is a very solid choice. I think uh, at some point, I think I need to keep TV low and have some Lineman in there. Right. Well, with that in mind, going into round seven, Ben, it's now you... Then me, then trips because you took a cheap but excellent player, uh, which I haven't done yet. <laughs> Although I guess the the throw is cheaper than than your picks. Um, it does mean Ben goes back to back now with his picks. Oh, <laughs> let's get a chainsaw Ooh. in there. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Yeah, the backup oh. safety, you know. Okay, right, with that in mind, um what what have we got? So good sweeper. I could take a second sweeper, which would be nice, but I think I've got a plan for that. I think I need I think I need some strength on the line. I think actually a good front line is what's missing from this. And oh, choices I think for the for a good 
on the line big guy is gonna be sorry i like this is basically like make your own chaos pack team <laughs> it certainly <laughs> seems that way um i think we're gonna go for one of the most frustrating but unglamorous players in blood bowl the croxagore <laughs> brilliant okay Nice. Which I nice. think I think is a nice centerpiece for a line. Prehensile Tail is excellent. Uh, it's just one of my favourite skills in Blood Bowl at the moment. Um, it is brilliant. And Bonehead means he's really, really usable. As far as big guys go, he's one of the most consistent. I think the Ogre Ogre is the only one that's better because they don't have Lona. But PHT means you don't even need to activate him. And Movement 6 as well. So I'm happy with my croxagore choice doesn't rocket my team value way up though i've been i've been trying not to take a big guy for a while which brings us to trips for pick seven well so i've got someone who can throw the ball and i've got a little bit of catching options but i feel like this is going to be games where there's not a lot of empty spaces and uh, the ability to catch is going to be crucial in a tight space so I fancy yeah. some nerves of steel. Yeah, that's an excellent, excellent pick. Uh, I wondered how long before they came off the board. Oh, I've got my chair all twisted. All right, so that wraps us out for round seven. So picks so far, uh, me, Underworld Gutter, Skaven Gutter, Underworld Skaven Thrower, Imperial Nobility Blitzer, High Elf Blitzer, an Ulf Werner, and a Croxagore walk into a bar uh bt is running a war dancer a skink an amazon blocker dark elf blitzer valkyrie and uh, an underworld skaven lineman and a goblin chainsaw trips with the necro werewolf uh the amazon catcher um the troll slayer an elven union sidestep Ugh. Uh, Blitzer, Goblin Bomber for the Carnage, High Elf Thrower, and an Elfin Union Catcher. That takes us into round eight. Uh, pick order for this round is going to be BT, then Trips, then me. You got your thinking, yeah. you got your thinking face on, Ben. I really am thinking. Um... I think we just think... I think I, I'm I'm a bit worried about my bash level. I think it's I'm a little bit too squishy right now. Um, but I don't want to spend too much money. We got. I'm going to go with a solid player. We've got five picks left. I reckon we're going to end up. Over yeah, this should be first. Around about eleven hundred, I think. I'm going to go with an orc blitzer. Hey, that's they're not... pretty cheap, but very solid. Um, kind of do exactly what you need them to do. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be unhappy to have this on my, so. Yep. Like it. All Blitzer is a solid positional. Um, okay. Trips. What do you got for eight? Uh, so also worried about my line of scrimmage, but not quite as, uh, cheaply worried as, uh, Ben is, uh, I will take the, uh, Black yeah it's an excellent excellent piece for the line um yeah, especially with a friend frenzy piece to uh put grab him around into so uh yeah. so i i know i've got i've got a pick that I, I need to take for the team but i but looking at 
the rosters that are, that are out and about, I'm going to take something that I wouldn't normally take, but I think in this little brew up that we've got going on, I think this player will do a really. Fr I think I think they'll be really handy, and that's the Dark Elf Assassin, War Dancer, Skink, yeah. Amazon Blocker, Valkyrie, Skaven Clanrat, Goblin Looney, Elven Catcher, Goblin Bomber, Dwarf Troll Slayer, Blitzer. Loads of light armored targets there. Up for a I'm stab. cheeky stabbing plus movement seven and edge two plus. Also going to combo there. So I got two movement seven, two movement nine. Great thrower. Two good bits of edge. Uh, I think the I think the assassin is just a, a nice middle guy. Plus, not bad to go on the line. Um, if if I'm receiving, so that rounds out uh, round eight. So going into nine, we're going to have Ben, then Trips, then me. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take a Dwarf Block alignment. I think the tackle is going to be handy. It's someone, again, to go on the line that can take a punch. Yeah. Um, and it's also, yeah, I, I just think it's a solid player. A bit boring, but I think one of them is really handy. Yeah, I, this is, that's an excellent pick. Um. And that will take us over to Trips. What do you got, Trips? So I'm a little bit worried about my ability to hold the line of scrimmage still, but also don't want to spend all of the cash. Um, so I'm going to pick one of my favourite linemen out of mere 50k. Interesting. Ah, the corn lineman. Interesting. That is a, that is a, it's an aggressive positional that can, yeah. like, it's just like a, it's a worse Norseman. Explain yourself, Trips. Well, it pairs nicely with the frenzy, with the ability to move my pieces around. So, sidestep blitzer, ability to position him where you want, and then to be followed up by a frenzy lineman. Yeah. I like it. So that brings up my nine, and I'm about to Age of Sigmar, you both. Oh, no, I did my maths wrong. I'm way out. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you're a 100k I think I did, yeah. I was like, I'll take a cheap positional now, and then jump ahead of you. Uh, but the Fungus Flinger, for the same reason as, as you've got the uh, the Chainsaw Ben and, and Trips, you've got the Bomber. Just that little bit of utility. You know how we know what Bombers and they all warp the um they warp the game and for such a small amount the fungus flicker is just an excellent little d disaster reaver uh so that rounds out nine interesting we've all got a secret weapon uh okay so uh round 10 three rounds to go bt trips then me okay it's time and i'm gonna take my big guy and it's gonna be the best big guy Hmm, or is it? The Bloodthirster? Those those were the days. Oh. Mm. There's so many great big guys to choose from at this point. I think I think there's no, only one bad guy. there's only one bad big guy, which is the uh the untrained troll. I'm gonna take the ball centaur. Okay. Ooh. Because they're great. <laughs> I've relied on it super hard in the last league, and I only ever needed one. They're just... 
they're fast. The, my whole team is pretty fast, and they can keep up with strength. So, yeah, movement nine, movement nine, strength four. It's just amazing. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not awesome bad at all. all. Is awesome. Okay, trips. What do you got? I'm gonna continue my looking at the line of scrimmage but in my slightly weird way of why would you take that to keep you going i'm gonna take yes corn blood seeker on the line i love the blood seeker uh spoiler alert got a couple of them in the college of metal uh and uh they are they are just terrifying and god when we played them in sevens they were so good as well right so oh. I, I love that and I think having a few frenzy pieces really useful. Having too many is a headache. But uh, yeah, got a fair fair bit of creativity in the team there so far. Um. Okay. I. I. There is a player I want to take. But I think if I don't take him now, it's going to get taken. But I think given what I actually need. Uh, what do I go with? What do I go with? I take, I know I know what we'll do. I know what we'll do. I'm thinking about more beef for the line here. Uh, and I was thinking of taking a tree man for the high strength to win that kaiju combat. But I think... I'm going to take the Undead Mummy instead. Strength, Reliable strength 5. Strength 5. Movement 3. No Nega trait. Starts with Mighty Blow. Actually, him going on the line next to the Croxagore is pretty pretty horrifying. And clearly, I'm losing the cash battle here. So I've just dropped myself into pick 3 now for the, re <laughs> for the rest of the draft. <laughs> and that's all right. Um, so yeah, that drops me at the Mummy. So we've got two picks to go. Uh, going into round, so it reminds you of like playing Euro games and going first is always feels so powerful. Like <laughs> it does. you take that it's action like, to move to... yourself first. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we got Blood Tithe going next, then Trips, then myself. So BT is picking next. He's got a War Dancer, a Skink, an Amazon Blocker, a Dark Elf Blitzer, a Valkyrie, uh, a Skaven Lyman of the Underworld variety, a Goblin Chainsaw, an Orc Blitzer, a Dwarf Blocker, and a Bull Centaur. So two strength four movement six pieces there on the roster. A cheeky Especially I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, what are you gonna say? I was just gonna say a cheeky movement eight ward answer and a skink is a nice movement eight scoring threat as well. To back up your oh, and now you've taken the mummy especially, this does cement this choice, and that is the Chaos Dwarf Minotaur. That is exactly the player I thought if I didn't pick yeah. it was gonna get taken. <laughs> It, it's... Yeah, it's why I nearly took last time. Then I saw the ball center above it and thought, "Oh, I can risk it." Um, it's the best mine at all. It uh, is. It can hit a player and carry on. So it, it's just, it's just excellent. Doesn't have animal. Well, uh, does yeah. This guy having animal savagery just means he is just. Uh, He's better, right? Because the chaos one has unchanneled fury, right? Yeah, just screams in the sky and you lose your you lose your blitz. Um, mm. But that is a, a excellent pick and takes you over the one million mark now. Um, not that it matters, but just for interest's sake. <laughs> All right, Trips. Uh, so it wouldn't be a team of mine if I didn't go somewhere dark elfy along the way. And there's a bit of a theme to the team. So 
she has to join the team. The <laughs> <laughs> frenzy team, yeah. The war dancer goes yeah. to trips. Being yeah. seven, frenzy, dodge, jump up is very, 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 very yeah. good. I'm not intending on lining a big line of scrimmage up, but uh, I am going to run around and cause chaos with my frenzy mad lot. Okay, there is another player that I desire to have on the roster. It is not quite as good, but I think the Rat Ogre has just been so good for me wow. in every team that it's been on since uh, since the Bonehead Championship when the Patreons decided we need to run the Rat Ogre for the Skaven team. Before then, I was a no Rat Ogre kind of guy, but now I have, I'm Clan Molder through and through. Um, I won't be a Rat Ogre team. So that takes us into the last round. Now I'm going to we're gonna I'm gonna ad lib because this is the last pick, and I want everybody to have time to look at the other options just to make sure because I I know exactly what's going to happen tomorrow we're going to go oh I wish I'd taken this guy oh, I can't believe we didn't draft this positional um because I'm going to go through the list after we picked it uh and see which players we haven't chosen that I thought would be a bit of a surprise so uh to go into round 12 it is going to be uh, BT first, then Trips, then myself. So Blood Tithe has got the Skink and the War Dancer as the movement eight threats. An Amazon Blocker and a Bull Centaur as movement six strength four threats. An Enslaved Minotaur as the big guy Blitzer. A Dark Elf Blitzer and a Orc Blitzer as the actual Blitzers. Uh, the Thrower, Bull Handler, would be the Valkyrie. And he's got a couple of utility pieces there. Dwarf blocker lineman for the tackle. Skaven clan rat just because Skavens are amazing. And then the chainsaw to just uh, cause a bit of carnage. Uh, similarly, Trips has gone with the bomber to cause carnage. Uh, got a movement eight threat in the werewolf and the elven union catcher. And then it's just got an absolute ton of brilliant players here. Uh, a semi-catcher in the Amazon Blitzer, which is basically an Amazon catcher as well. It's a good position, a nice bit of dodge. And then Troll Slayer with Frenzy. The uh, Corn Lineman with Frenzy. The Bloodseeker with Frenzy. The Witch Elf with Frenzy. So that's a horrific amount of hurt. High Elf Thrower as the Thrower. And a Black Orc Blocker. Black Orc, Black Orc brawler to go on the line to do the meat work and over over on the rat side we've got two gutter runners as a scoring threats we've got the skaven thrower the underworld thrower as uh, my throwing positional we've got an ability blitzer for that movement seven block catch the high elf blitzer for the movement six or are they movement six or movement seven trips high elf blitzers high elf blitzers are Move, uh, movement seven. Man, they're good. Uh, as a kind of pseudo scorer there. Ulf Werner as a bit of a linebacker. Snotling Fungus Flinger to just cause carnage. Uh, then my front line is looking like a Croxagore and a mummy. We've got an Ulf Werner to be a linebacker and a Dark Elf Assassin uh, to take 
on the war dancer, the werewolf, the elven union catcher, those low armored pieces on everybody else's team. The dark elf witch elf is a good target for that as well. And then I've got my rat ogre who can either go on the front line and double down with two prehensile tail pieces or take the cheeky blitz, uh, frenzy, strength five, movement six, and then just put in prehensile tail on multiple strength three players. It's just an excellent way to use the rat ogre as well. So all of these three teams are looking pretty exciting. We've each got one pick left to go and the next pick the final pick for ben round 12 bt who you got human thrower okay so i was waiting to the very last pick to pick my quarterback um because there are so many good choices and i don't think you can really like go wrong with a lot of them i think skaven ones are strictly better however seeing all that frenzy lined up and there's a lot of like damaging strength and your assassin I think the extra armor in this regard is going to be slightly better. So that's why I've gone for human here. I, I just want to say that might be the first time anyone's ever said I wanted to draft my quarterback last because there's lots <laughs> of them around. Uh, <laughs> that's literally the opposite of the NFL draft. Although, Brock Purdy, I guess, trips. Very much little Mr. Irre irrelevant himself. Literally the last player to get drafted. <laughs> last year yeah. and nearly took his team to the super bowl so wow i know stuck on that tom brady uh um, from picking last pick first then i guess okay <laughs> all right so brock purdy uh picked by blood time ben trips um is there another are there any more frenzy players available i suppose you could go oh. old world troll slayer now at this point you could <laughs> i did think about it but you've got the whole uh animosity starts to creep in there and I haven't gone big guy. I've had pseudo big guys in. Um, and I'm clearly going to be giving up inducements, but not too many inducements. So I'm going to finish off my team with a little bit ah, of a Yeti. Ah, the Yeti. Yeah, that is a really solid, really solid choice. Um, you know, a poor man's rat ogre, really. So uh, can't can't knock it too much. <laughs> <laughs> well there was there was another rat ogre i could have gone for and that's consideration you couple. say that when he uses claws and all your big guys but... yeah i know i know i'll tell you what i'm sat here looking at 12 thinking do i want a third big guy for the line actually at this point uh but no i know exactly what my last pick is going to be uh because it is underrated and i think barely considered uh and it is I'm, i am flicking through them just to make sure i've not missed something i'm like is there is there someone i really 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 want and actually there's a ton of great players out here that we haven't gone with but uh no it isn't going to be the pump wagon although can't really knock the pump wagon it is going to be the death roller oh it's tempting <laughs> the slan catcher oh Edge 2 plus, pogo stick, movement 7, uh, no dodge, but actually amazing at jumping into a cage, getting in the way, another really good scoring threat. Uh, I love the scan, uh, the slang catcher, and I got a rat ogre, a mummy, and a croxagore there to be a lot of mass, the assassin to be counter mass, the fungus flinger to just be fun, a couple of blitzers, a couple of speedy scoring threats. Um, this team is absolutely filthy. Um, <laughs> and uh, team values. All of, this, all of these teams. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I came in at 1175. Uh, 
trips at 1170 and then blood tide just slumming it down there at 10 hey, i get inducements yeah you can afford i get 80k for bomber oh. <laughs> <laughs> i love that just scum your way through and and and, and take that um all right guys Talk us through talk us through your lists while I have a look through the big list and see who else. Whoa, that was a mistake. Who else we haven't taken? So trips, talk us through the logic of your roster. So I definitely was very aware that the the gutters were going to appear in Ben's teams somewhere. Uh, and typical blood type. And, and very much. You need it. I needed a scoring threat, so I wanted wanted the werewolf there as as the scoring threat, but also that fast safety to hunt those annoying little rats down. And I've seen the the werewolf really used well in in that aspect. Um, and then I've really enjoyed playing with frenzy teams who've got that ability, particularly when you are chasing uh, players in a spread out game. Frenzy gives you that ability to just try that one person chase the ball down knock it out and see how it will go um and at very worst a, a bit of frenzy and rushing the ball around at least means you can push players around and then try other things with them so trying to get effectively a two squad team uh, i've got a sort of the line of scrimmage uh, and the the pain they're going to bring but then plenty of movement with some agility and ability to get the ball around um, and then just to polish it off, really, a Yeti to to cause chaos in the middle of that and uh, could probably step up to the line or uh, step back and uh, follow up the ball around. Any uh, any regrets? Any picks you'd do differently? Uh, so definitely I was quite after the Dark Elf Blitzer um, and wasn't surprised to see that going off in, in the fourth round, so would have liked the Dark Elf Blitzer. Uh, would have taken the Amazon blocker if they'd been on for another couple of rounds as well. Give up uh, the dodge on the line of scrimmage would have given flexibility. Quite happy with with the the lineup. Really pleased to get some inbuilt skills into players as well. Yeah, the EU blitzer is um is a really solid pickup. Um, interesting, interesting. Okay, BT, give us the rundown, dude. Um, yeah, okay, so with this list, I I wanted a primary dash game, which is usually where I'm more comfortable playing. So that's where you've got some key players like the War Dancer and the Dark Elf Blitzer. Um, they just sort of, I, I feel like you only really need two good, strong dash pieces that can catch a ball with uh, someone who can throw the ball, so that's hence the human thrower, um, but anything would have taken the roll. Um, to just sort of really be that threat. So I wanted that threat there as a primary method of play. Um, a couple of supporting pieces like the skink um and the skaven lineman um the skaven lineman was a tactical choice because i wanted a 50k player to take the next round first um but that's probably the one regret i don't know if it's going to be that useful but i think having the cheap movement seven still will go you know come in handy sometimes um, you've got to and... have a player start on the bench so. <laughs> yeah i mean exactly right um the loony I'm glad to have. I think that's going to be a real distraction more than anything. I think it's going to be useful against all this armor that I'm up against. Um, having the chainsaw is good. It's really good against uh, gut runners. I mean, if you keep that back and safe away from bombs, that's a real like, okay, I'm going to think twice about moving my gutter runner just yet. Um, 
there's a chainsaw right there. So that's a good thing to have. But then, so I had this dash game and this threat game, and then pretty much towards the end, I just wanted the secondary, you know, let's say my War Dancer and Dark Elf and Skink get taken out like super quickly. I've got a lot of really tough bash players there that I can grind out maybe another touchdown in. So that's kind of the reserve team. It's the line of scrimmage and reserves. Um, that's kind of where they stand. High armor, slow movement, but really solid, reliable pieces. So that's generally like, this game. Yeah, I like the bull center pick up towards the end because you've got the ability to pass and rush through, but actually you've got a fast, dashy game with, yeah. uh, with the bull center to fall back on. So your, your positionals, although we've got, a high amount of positionals because of the way we've picked our team. <laughs> You're not reliant on one or two key positionals, and if they get squished or eaten by something, the the team falls down around it. You've there's a there's a nasty second method of uh, scoring to fall back on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad to pick up the Minotaur as well because that's a real like big guy killer. Um, yeah, frenzy strength six is great. So he's a proper cruise missile. Yeah. Um, any any pick regrets? Anything you'd you, you wish you'd taken earlier or skipped? Um, again, only really the lineman, mm -hmm. um, this clan rat lineman. I think that was maybe I could have just gone for the loony and got a second pick. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I wanted to keep everything a bit low, and I think having eighty k spare is actually also quite useful. So yeah, even, um, if, even if we said actually, you know what? Let's have cash up to thirteen hundred or twelve fifty at this point of view, and rerolls of fifty k, you'd have an extra reroll. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. Be, uh, you know, even without using inducements. So, actually, that TV budget is—it's going to be interesting. I think when we run it back for sevens uh, to do something like this. Now, I uh, super happy with my top three picks. Like, I just—you <laughs> know—I just am. Um, nobility Blitzer. I—I just—that was a mistake. I should have taken the Dark Elf Blitzer. I think um, at that point. Uh, I mean, the Nobility Blitzer is a good Blitzer and using him in uh you know we had him in heavens last year is it heavens i think yeah he's in heavens uh, yeah yeah for lovely. everyone's in heavens yeah right um he's he's excellent but actually that catch versus a uh, edge two plus it's just that was stupid on my part um the ulf werner actually it's interesting i think I, I i take that strength for frenzy safety a bit higher than you guys which was interesting to see and then the, the dark elf assassin was definitely a counter pick um i actually think he'll do a great job like in this kind of environment like where he gets to assassinate a guy uh which when you're kind of doing a draft like this it's really important like you've got one war dancer you've got one skink actually if he goes and takes out the one skink it's a massive change whereas in standard blood ball it's like okay you take out the gutter runner they've got three more you take out the war dancer they've got the other war dancer and the catcher and it's kind of like i don't know maybe it doesn't feel quite so good um fungus flinger is just an excellent player but i mean the mummy and the croxagor big mass uh, cheap as well and then the uh, the rogue there the slang catcher just that's just a, a sprinkles glory pick there was a, <laughs> a a couple of players that i kind of flagged up as kind of being surprised that they didn't go a little bit higher the human blitzer just straight up human blitzer not making it into the top picks here what are you guys thoughts on that um i i think they're a solid piece and it's kind of the exact same reason i picked up the orc blitzer we just want solid, cheap reliability. I think if we had a 
budget constraint they would have shown up but whereas yeah. kind of just like we're just like you know take the best stuff yeah There's, there is a lot of players with block out there so um i thought it was quite interesting because the human blitzer you consider to be great but i think an element of that is is quantity over quality there actually yes. when you play against humans there's four of the guys mm. and they are always good uh it's interesting in owa the human blitzer is great but trips he always feels like second fiddle to the slayer um well he, he's second fiddle to the slayer in terms of hitting but he is in owa your human blitzer is your scoring threat so they tend to skill really quickly yeah particularly with the animosity it's it's easy to keep the ball in in a single race and detail um i think what ben said with about the the price is is as absolutely true i think if there'd been a price limit that blitzer would have gone earlier because they're they're really flexible for development but when you can pick a different blitzer who comes with a better stat or a or a better skill to start off with i think that's that's definitely where we went any any picks on there guys that surprise you as being like some of the first ones off the board or you look at these lists and you're like now nah, this that, that makes sense like these are and we've got 36 different players here and there's still plenty of good ones on the board uh, i'm surprised that you've you already covered it but then ability blitzer was a, was a surprise um but I <laughs> you, you seem sore about that so i won't uh well yeah. that too much um yeah. for me then it's the nobility blitzer the dark elf assassin is uh oh i'm like oh <laughs> uh, i mean i i love a dark elf but i'd always rather have the chainsaw and i know he went first but I feel like if you're going to take an assassin, the chainsaw is a better pick. But I know, I, I know he's already gone. Mm. I, w I would um, have taken a chaos beastman for twenty five k less and had horns. What than the assassin? Yeah. Ah, uh, the assassin isn't up there because I value him that high. I just think as a as a counterplay, as a threat. Yeah. Um, you're willing to trade the assassin for another player oh, and assassin I think... for war dancer assassin you know is kind of like yeah that's you gotta catch him i feel like there's so many beefy players here he's just gonna yeah. get blocked down before he gets a chance to do the stuff <laughs> um, um I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed at the amount of big guys you guys took uh but that might just be my problem um <laughs> i would have had more had you not already taken them so it was kind of like i what there's plenty left I, well, I think no. It's not. It's not so much of you already took them. It's more of the fact you have three. Oh, okay. And um, like, I, yeah, I feel like it's more just win. like counterpicking. Yeah, like I mean, if you hadn't, I would have done the same. <laughs> yeah. But um, because you already have, I can feel like I can counter it with like that minotaur and um, like, you know, rely on the fact you're expanding your TV and and all of that. I, I think trips is uh blood uh corn lineman is an interesting choice they're a liability in my book but you might have more experience or more a, you know better experiences with them as a position like it if you don't consider him a lineman actually he's a 50k positional like a 50k frenzy positional is that is that what you're thinking that was i was i was trying to keep the tv down a bit because I, I wanted to to get the last I I wanted to pull out of the last pick for the first couple of last couple of rounds, um, and yeah, he's, he's a he's a player to stick on the line of scrimmage, and he's got frenzy, so he can I mean, be used, or he can be just left there to to gum up the line a bit. 
So in the last league, I rolled a random general on a hobgoblin and it got frenzy. So it's a 50k frenzy lineman, basically. It's the same thing. And in his first game, his first block, he died. So I think that's maybe why I see it. It's like, hey, hey, he hey. Die, he knocked himself out or something. But yeah. I had two goblin bruisers with frenzy on the Black Mountain Bucks and we got to the semis. So I kept one of them for the next season as well because it's just it's I just, like that's different because they're stunty and they they can sneak into places. I'm going to do a thing and now I, to the board. And I think just on the frenzy, I think because I've got a, a lot of edge or sidestep and pieces around, that gives me the ability to use the frenzy pieces, particularly by running players around and causing chaos and, and racking up the tackle zones there. So it, it was all about punching a hole for people to run through. Yeah, I have deleted all but our top seven picks just to kind of. I feel like we draft very differently if this was it, when it comes to us drafting for sevens. Um, but from a because we were talking about like what about team value? How's it going to look? I would have been at seven oh five, BT would have been at five eighty, uh, and Trips would have been at six seventy. So so BT could have legally played that <laughs> from a, yeah from a cost point of view. <coughs> um. It'll be interesting to see how it how it goes when we do the sevens one, um, because I I really do love the idea of playing it out. Uh, because actually I think with sevens you can do, and you know picking up seven guys is fine. Uh, would would you guys want to do uh, a, a cap? Would you want to do more than seven players? Because this is eleven, so we did twelve. Would you want to do an eight player draft? Would you want to do a, a cash cap? Uh, I how, think cash cap. I, I think, think cash cap. Yeah. 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 I think that would make the draft very different. Yeah. I mean, throw an ability blitz. Maybe a 700k cash cap would be fine. And you can pick up to eight players. Because if, yeah. if you run out of cash, yeah. you lose your yeah. eighth pick. I think, I think 700. 700. Yeah. I think do 700. A, do a, oh, sorry, Tracy. Okay. Oh, we've done it. We've done it. We've done it. We've, talked, we've said the same thing. Okay, I'll go. Um, so I think the normal sevens, 600k, four positional cap. Uh, I think that'd be. Oh, can you actually get an up nine with that? Well, that would be it. We'd have to. Um, we'd have to. Yeah. The, the other way we could do it is we could each pick. Well, we could either just say like actually everyone gets human linemen to pad out the roster. Oh, that's a bit boring. Yeah. No, maybe maybe it's 700k with this. Yeah, with eight players. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking 700 might be just a bit too much. I think 600's a bit too too low. If you look at where we are for our sevens teams there, I think somewhere around a 650 would challenge you and they're definitely pulling in some more 50K, 40K players in there. Um, so with our eight picks, uh, you were 760, I was 790, and Ben was 660. Um but I think I think you're right. I think forcing picks five, six, seven to be cheaper lineman ones or kind of counter cost drafting would be really interesting. So uh, you know maybe maybe six fifty. And um, I just I like the seven hundred to go with sevens. It just it just <laughs> yeah. But then numeric you, alliteration. But you, that's easy then for to, someone to go seven players at hundred k each, and that's a that's a pretty awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome team. You, you you're not forcing that decision about what you'll see that the the skink lineman go quicker. You'll see. I'm pretty sure Milton will first go. pick the skink lineman. 
Like, um, I mean, I was. Uh, were you guys? Were you guys surprised by anybody's top pick? I, I mean, I, I actually. I was surprised that Trips is top pick. I would have gone Werewolf in my top three, but going number one, first pick of the game to go Werewolf. I think that's a bold choice. It's really interesting. Tri I trips with his chaotic evil alignment, which you wouldn't suspect. I think, I think, and trips. I'm putting words fully into your mouth now, so yeah. open wide. I think he took the werewolf, knowing that I at least was going to take the gutter, and that the technically, the technical best stat player is the wall dancer to be the werewolf eats gutter runners mm. and is a threat to the war dancer because he's frenzy one assist and you've got four die block on a war dancer even with no tackle it potentially throws him down I, that, I, I, I definitely didn't want to see the werewolf on the same team as a gutter runner yeah that's true and he would have had first pick again gutter runner yeah. and werewolf is quite scary so yeah and yeah, it's like if I'm going to spend a lot of money on my first pick, then I'm going to have a player that can that can play on both the offense and defense in a way that that fits the crazy way I like to play the game. I can see you spent all day thinking about this. I don't I have. <laughs> oh, guys, when it comes to doing the sevens draft, it's going to be yeah. there's going to be some mad tactics because you're going to have to I'd... balance the cash cost and counter drafting is going to be a real thing because. We're just gonna and and I mean I know I kind of threw out the idea earlier that maybe we just um remove half of the picks. Like just a random, like boom, half of the field is not available to make it more interesting, like ahead of the draft. Like for the NFL, the the thing that's so excited about the draft is the worse your team did, the the higher the picks you get, which is a really good like balance thing. But also every draft class is different. So this draft class, there was a there was some pretty good quarterbacks, but there was and it was kind of like it, it changes each year. The year before, there was no good there was no good throwers, right? It was all just meatheads, uh, and this year it's all tight ends. So it it would be a lot of good blitzers in this class and not no catchers. It's it was like every kind of every kind of uh, draft gets different. So it might it might be interesting as well. I think for the first one, I think we just whack everything out there and go YOLO 700k up to eight eight picks uh and then we use like desperate measures and stuff to balance it out. Uh but it might be fun at some point to just be like randomly remove half the players so that actually maybe the ward answer isn't available for this draft. Like maybe that I mean mm. maybe there's no gutter runners. Yeah, or you take every player out over 120k or something like that, and then that would what? force you to use it. What? What, yeah. what are you doing? That's <laughs> no big guys. What? You need big guys. <laughs> well, uh, you do, as, as we can see. That's a third, a third of my team. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing is, even if we do like a, a 650 or a 700k cap in sevens, um, you uh, you can only get really three big guys in there while having other players which is good i did kind of think if we help for a limitless sevens <laughs> just be like three rad ogres a minotaur uh an ogre and a gutter runner is your tip which would be ridiculous and i take it back 
Oh no, I love it. The only other player that, that kind of I thought might have been taken a bit higher was the Tomb Guardian. Movement four, strength five is really good. But for me, it was the lack of mighty blow. Um, yeah, they just they often just stand there and become, you know, they get two died by someone with block. Yeah. Um and yeah. And I guess I a know. lot of the time strength four and strength five are no different. Yeah, exactly. Cool. The player I thought that might go a bit uh, might go towards the end was the chaos blocker. Oh, for... it's a good. It's a really good yeah. positional. Uh, but again, there, there, there's a lot of uh, players with good starting skills there. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, if for sevens, we say eight picks, seven hundred k cap. You can. You know, obviously, if you can only afford to run seven players, you can only run seven players. If you can only afford to run six players and you do the draft completely wrong, I think you only get to run six players. Um, what, the anti-Milton? You can't get eight players on, you can only have six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you draft so poorly, you can only afford six or five or six players. That's all you get on the pitch, I think, is, uh, I think would be more than yeah. fair. Um, and I think with four players four players four four people drafting it would be it would be even more threadbare yeah, i'd say even more threadbare there was plenty of good picks uh we've got 36 here if we have eight plus eight 16 32 picks so it'd be about the same it would just be split into four and, and it's interesting to see how stuff got got clustered together um yeah no really cool really cool thanks very much for running that through guys i thought it was a really good exercise to kind of oh, pick it was out. so much fun oh yeah Love a good draft. So yeah, we definitely fully recommend doing it with your friends if you uh, have a have a pleasant evening to do because yeah, you'll find uh, some really interesting uh, looking at team makeups. I just I just can't wait to draft like two croxagors for sevens, um, <laughs> <laughs> the slan croxagor, the standard croxagor. It's going to be wicked. Yeah. It's going to be wicked. Uh, okay, guys, uh, thank you so much for, for running through that. I thought it was really good. And hopefully it was a good way to kind of a cheeky catalyst to identify some of the best players and, and where they're useful and some of the other players you consider to be great. And actually, if you've got one of them, like the skink lineman, the skink lineman is a lineman. But if you can only have one of them, it's a great positional, which is a really interesting point. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a good exercise and we got to, you know, draft i love drafting but i think for now i'm going to wrap up any more to add guys no, i think that's it good fun. Oh, nah, wicked right well let us know what you think and uh yeah we'll be sure to do a sevens draft soon because i really want to build and play a nonsense team like that i think that'd be pretty good fun to do um but anyway thank you very much for joining us and thank you very much for watching we'll be back soon with more of content happy blocking <laughs>